Hello, everyone, and welcome to That's a Dumb Rule Podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Greg. Greg, today we're talking about the upcoming NFL season, the new rules being added this year to the NFL. That's right. I know there's a couple of them, but where do you want to start? Let's start with the overtime rules. Okay. Yeah. Revisiting (laughs) this from a previous episode. Right, right. So there's a lot to overtime, and every year there's always discussion around how should overtime work. Some people like the way they do it now. Others like the college format, all that kind of stuff. But what we're really going to get down to, and I won't go through all of the rule changes for overtime because they're not really changes. They're just kind of clarifying how it works today. But the main reason or the main change for this year is that both teams get to have the opportunity to possess the ball at least once during the extra period. Okay. So. If the first team, if the team that gets the ball first goes down and scores a touchdown, that's fine. But the other team does get a chance to possess the ball. That's a big change. In the past, if the team who receives the kickoff in overtime goes down and gets a field goal, the other team would get a chance to get a, get the ball. But if they score a touchdown, game was over, and the other team never even got a chance to get the ball. And that was a playoff game against, I believe, Buffalo and Kansas City a couple years ago, where or no, it was New England and Kansas City, where New England got the opening kickoff, they went down, they scored a touchdown, game over, Patrick Mahomes never saw the field, and everyone was really upset about that. Yep. So so that's really the biggest change for this, coming into this 2022 season is regardless of how the scoring happens, both teams get a chance to have the ball, to possess the ball. Awesome. Yeah, this has been something that's just dominated the news, at least for the past summer. I know the Bills versus the Chiefs game was kind of the last time we talked about this. Obviously with the Patrick Mahomes where he never got a chance to be on the field as well. Mm -hmm. It keeps a lot of the game or at least a lot of the high quality moments that you want to see off the field and never brings it to light. So I'm glad that they're at least addressing something here. Yes. I do feel like we've had this discussion before, so we don't have to linger on it. Mm -hmm. But the overtime rules in general are just always going to be one of these things, or going to be a discussion that just never seemed to settle. Right. There's no good way of doing it, I guess is the best way to say it. Yeah. And Um, the point of the game is to win it. So if you have to go into overtime, naturally you're kind of deteriorating from what the original purpose was. Exactly. I will say a couple things about overtime. Um, okay. It is treated like the start of another game. So okay. if the first overtime gets to the end and no team has scored or the score is still tied, then it's like the second quarter arrives where the teams switch ends and keep playing. And again, with the third overtime and fourth overtime. So it's like another game starts. Um, mm, so that's, okay. that's an interesting... I don't think you see that often where you go into a second overtime, but it can happen. Yeah. And then... One other thing, and I I think this is kind of a fun new rule about overtime, is if I'm the team that, let's say I receive the ball and I'm running the kick back and I fumble it, and the other team picks it up and then they fumble it, that's a change of possession. So now both teams have had the ball. So the team that got the ball back, so let's say the receiving team, they could then go down and kick a field goal and the game would be over. Wow. So it does count as a possession if you intercept the pass and then maybe fumble it back to the other team or whatever. It counts. So I can't wait till we see I it. I know. I would love to see that. That <laughs> yeah. would be very cool. It, it's got to happen now, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, All right. So over time, you know, every year they talk about it. They make some adjustments like this year. I think it's getting better. Um, I'm sure there will be some games where it's not fair or not appears to be fair to some of the fans. But I think they're doing a good job here 
kind of getting it getting it where it's pretty fair between the teams. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what's next on the docket? The, what's yeah. being added next? So the next rule is called the free kick formation. So when I say free kick, it's actually the kickoff. Okay. okay. So a lot of people get that confused. But when I say free kick, it's just the kickoff. Whenever a team scores, they kick off, right? So the rule is that the team that's receiving the kickoff, they can only have up to nine players in what they call the setup zone. Now, what's the setup zone? The setup zone is 15 yards behind the restraining line. So (laughs) the restraining line is basically from where the ball is until moving down the field, right? So for example, if the team is kicking off if a team is kicking off from the 35-yard line, then 15 yards beyond that would be the 50-yard line, right? So a team can only have up to uh, at least eight and no more than nine players in what they call this setup zone. The reason why is because if a team is attempting an onside kick, and it's obvious they're going to attempt an onside kick, They don't want the receiving team to put everybody except one player, in other words, 10 players, right up on the line. Okay, they want to have it, but you can only have nine players instead of 10. Maybe you think, oh, gee, one player, what difference does it make? Well, it kind of makes a big difference. So this is a change that's going in. And the reason the NFL put it in is they state that it provides excitement and competition. So I think what they want is they don't want to have 22 guys all jumping on the ball at once. <laughs> they want to have a little bit of breathing room in there, a little bit of room for people to move around yeah. to make it a little more exciting. So okay, not a huge deal, but it is one of those things where they put it in because they want it. They don't want to have 22 guys just all jumping on the ball. So. Yeah, and for me, this is one of those classic rules that you really won't notice it until you compare the game film from this upcoming year to like five years ago. Right. You really yeah. won't be able to tell this could slide right by you and you'd never know. Um, So maybe when the first game of the year happens on Thursday, uh, I believe it's the Bills, and I can't remember who's next. We'll get to the schedule at some other time. Sure, sure. But when you watch the kickoff, just pay attention to that and maybe go watch some kickoffs from five years ago. You'll really be able to tell the difference. It's a big difference, yeah. And I think it also has to do with injuries and, again, trying to prevent injuries. Yeah. Um, the NFL, I think, has done a good job in adding things in that prevent injuries, especially on kicking plays, because these guys are running full blast down the field, and it's yeah. crazy. You know, This so. is where players get hurt more than yes. any other play, is the mm-hmm. kickoff. Mm-hmm. So That's this right. has kind of been in the crosshairs of the NFL for a long time to be yeah, changed. Absolutely. So anyway, those are the two main rules, overtime and then the kick formation. There's a third rule they're putting in that has to do with when a team can talk to another team's coach in terms of essentially hiring them away. Gotcha. Um, won't go through a lot of details on that. <laughs> they just put a little, put some more boundaries on when you can actually do that. But Yeah, um, it feels like, because this is a conversation about tampering, really, and right. when you can talk to whom and when and where and why. Yes. When is it appropriate? When is it not appropriate? These lines are always blurry, mm-hmm. and it's really tough to tell from a public perspective. So, yeah, we'll keep it light. Yeah. Keep it light. I mean, I, I can tell you that it's, to me, it's a big distraction if a team, especially if they're in the playoffs and the fans suddenly find out, oh, our defensive coordinator's interviewing with another team. It's like, what are you doing? You're in the middle of the playoffs here. So anyway, but yeah, that's just, that's another rule, but that's what's coming up for 2022. Yeah. It'll be exciting to see how everything changes. It's yeah. nice that uh, we're seeing these overtime rules get turned around right yes, away. Yes. Um, it 
there could be another world where we'd have to wait a couple seasons before mm-hmm. the debate really ends. Right. Um, and then, of course, any tampering rules, it's interesting to kind of hear about that. Again, we won't go into that. That's maybe another episode down the road. Sure. Um, because those trenches run deep <laughs> in the <laughs> they NFL sure do. Yes. as they do in the NBA and other yeah. sports as well. So, And then the kickoff, too. Kickoff yeah. is changing, and that's going to be kind of the focal point of this year is to see how that works out, yes. too. And, and you know what? They may look at the end of this year and say, this worked or this didn't work let's change it again so yeah just every year there's always some rule changes so well awesome thanks for walking us through those three sure any parting thoughts before we head out no i think that's it awesome well thank you guys so much for listening if you want to get in contact with the show or listen to past podcasts visit our website at that's a dumb rule.com otherwise tune in next time for another dumb rule